And we are back for bonus episode number three with Chantel Cox of Create a Life You Love. I was just behind the scenes picking her brain about how I could get her, you know, information on how to just build an app myself. And she's like, well, you can purchase it. And then she let me know it's going to be cheaper if you just join the membership because you'll get all the classes. And if you're trying to just sit down for the one that you actually want, uh, you're not going to save any money. So go over to the Create a Life You Love membership and you'll have the link in this podcast too. Um, We are going to talk about creating a business you love, but curveball for Chantel, she'll be fine because she's a teacher. Uh, by trade is I want to know about how to create an impact through self-publishing because the business I would love to create involves a book. Yeah. Well, as you know, and we've had a coaching conversation with this, but then I know your book was in in alignment with the season of life right now. Mm -hmm. But um, so my journey into coaching started as a self-published author. Coaching wasn't really on my radar, even though my title at the time was instructional coach in schools, I still identified as special education teacher. I really had not made that shift Mm -hmm. into I'm a coach. Um, Lots of identity blocks and limiting beliefs that I got to work through there. Yeah, Um, I imagine you find that for instructional coaches that you work with now too, where they haven't made that shift either. So what a great alignment for your work. So self-published author, go on. Yeah. So I, um, in 2019 self-published my first book, create a life you love. Um, yeah, create a life you love 10 healthy habits to transform your life now. And that just opened so many doors and it really was my own. It's part memoir, part, um, self-help because on my 30th birthday, I left an abusive marriage and had to completely, um, rebuild my life, but I didn't just want to rebuild it to what it was, when I met this individual, I wanted something different because I'd always struggled with depression and self-esteem and, um, the, those feelings of, you know, lack of self-worth and like what I deserved led me into this pattern of relationships that I did not want to continue repeating. And so I did not date after, um, the divorce and just really for the first time ever in my life, took a deep dive into self-help and really had a pretty dramatic personal transformation. And then like two years late into that, friends and family start asking me like, wow, like you've blossomed in front of our eyes. Like you walk in a room and like you're filled with joy and you're happy and you're confident and you're doing insane things that the quiet, shy girl in the corner would never be jumping out of airplanes and um, on a salsa dance team, traveling to big cities, performing in front of huge crowds. And they're like, who the hell are you? And how can I get me some of that? (laughs) And so I started as bringing out my teacher background and um, made little mini lessons and as friends and family were trying them out and seeing um transformation I decided to start a YouTube channel which I hated and then I remembered as a kid I loved writing so I transferred into okay I'm going to package this mm-hmm. in a book and so that was kind of the background story for me to decide I want to write a book about this and then um I didn't know where to start So I hired a book coach, which was the first time I'd ever made a large investment in myself that was not tied to a degree Um, because I was 
had just finished my second master's degree when I was start, I was looking at doctorate programs and it was down to, do I start my doctorate in something I really don't care about? It just seems like the next logical step and it'll keep me busy. Or do I figure out how to self-publish a book and go all in here? So obviously we know the route because my name is Chantel Cox, not Dr. Cox. So <laughs> Well, that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've said that I'm, if I can't write a book by myself, I'm going to just get my master's degree so that I can learn how to write a book. So that is, <laughs> you already have the master's degree. You're going for the doctor level, but that's where I'm at. So if we were to get, you know, 10 healthy habits to coach yourself to write a book, what kind of yeah. habits do you have for us? <laughs> well, yeah. So I, I'm actually need to sit down um, over winter break and I'm going to be mapping out a whole course that we'll be doing within the membership of creating an impact through self-publishing. So this is a great kind of brainstorm opportunity. Yeah. Uh, yes. So everything I believe really comes down to creating your vision. Um, really, that's the foundational part. So you'd want to identify for sure, like, um, what you want to write about, what's your purpose, who is it for, like, who are you trying to impact, um, and really get clear on those things, those types of goals per se. And then um, I was taught and it worked really well for me and everybody in my cohort and many cohorts before and after me, um, we took it back to like sixth grade. Okay. We had like the blank piece of paper and you drew a circle in the middle and I wrote, create a life you love. And then I started making the little spider chart out with what are all the different ways that I created a life I love and then walked away and then came back with colored pencils after my brain had kind of processed. And I started color coding, like what things kind of go together. Um, so maybe gratitude all was like green, you know, because of the G and the G and I, alliteration. And then I'm a teacher and I'm a dork. So um. <laughs> I love all of this. And let me tell you what I try, I try to do the same thing. This is why Chantal and I were just pulled <laughs> together by the universe. Um, but I went back to college. I didn't go back to sixth grade. Sixth grade was way better. So I have note cards, Chantel, because I wrote research papers in college. I have a degree in history, yes. right? So I was citing my sources and then I was sorting my cards by what made sense. And at the end of the day, I just had a lot of cards. So I already love your strategy better than my own, which is why I don't have a published book and you do. So I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. Tell me more, tell me more. Okay. So in the middle, I've got my title of the book yeah. that I'm writing. And then I just... So when I brainstormed my business, I invited the artsy people from the school I was working at to come over and help me create outstanding women leaders Ooh. and how we got to OWL after like talking in circles about my vision and like what could be, which is what I need for this book. So that's why I'm saying this to add to the, what you're sharing is because you bring your friends over and do it. Um, there was owls everywhere. And so somebody was like, what about owl? Like they grabbed my stuffed owl because they were sitting on the couch. Like, and um, I'm like, well, what does owl stand for? And luckily there was a, uh, an outstanding woman leader in the room that came up with outstanding women leader. And hence professional coaching just came because all the other titles were, were taken. <laughs> um, so I love that you went back to childhood. Don't go back to college. That's what I did. College was was tough. So we've got our chart and then color coding them. Yeah. Love it. Um, so 
Cause I didn't know. I wasn't like, what are the top 10 things I did to create a life I love? Right. I just started. Um, so as I was seeing themes, it did equal about 10. I think maybe it was nine, but I was like, that's a weird number. So I made up the 10th. Um, all right. It, it ended up working very well, but, um, so then everything that was the same color. So I used gratitude green as an example. So, okay. So gratitude, starting a gratitude journal was one of the things that I attributed to my transformation. So what are the different things about that? So that was coming out of there. So I have like these spider webs. I ended up taping together all these different pieces of printer paper. It ended up being very large and not perfectly square. Like the side had more and which drives my OCD, like very organized, structured mind crazy, but it was creative and it was fun and it was flow and it was in my own living room and nobody else was going to see it except for me. So it didn't matter. <laughs> but so then those kind of become your chapters and something that happens is, you know, we hear about writer's block and you hear about like just sitting in front of like a blank screen, like, well, I don't, I don't know where to start. So start by taking your chaotic colorful web and transferring that into kind of a table of contents per se. And then you've got, so you've got your chapter and your different topics. So, you know, I was like, okay, one chapter is going to be about gratitude. So what are some different topics? Like um, my resistance to it, why I finally started, what happened when I started, how are easy ways that you can get started with it? Um, things like that. So then I've got like multiple pages before I even actually start because I've just created kind of an outline of what I was going to write about. And then you get to just kind of like pick one. So maybe gratitude was the third one down the list, but that's what I'm feeling like writing about this evening. So I'm going to dig in. And then all of a sudden you've got multiple pages of um, writing and there's your chapter and it, it, that's an overly simplified thing, but I did write my book and um, my book coach's uh, tagline was blank page to public published author in 90 days. And I was, and you don't have to be, um, but that was a goal that I set for myself. And it took a lot of dedication and discipline and it's not going to be for everyone that was aligned with the energy and the time I had at that season of life. Uh, my next book, I don't feel the need to be that gung-ho. I think there was a lot of having to like prove to myself that I could do it. <laughs> like, And I was afraid if I like let up on the momentum, I wouldn't complete it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, so it's interesting because I've, I've strategy I've also used. So I, my, I finally got my note cards that I mentioned distilled down to um, chapters and I finally got a table of contents that was distilled down. And then, you know, it comes time to pick one to write about. Um, you have a special education background. And so how, what's your tips for people with an ADHD brain? Because what ends up happening for me um, is that the way I talk is also why I, the way I write. And so sometimes we're a little off topic and sometimes things don't really fit together. So how do I make that? Yeah. What are your tips for me? Yeah. There's a variety of things that you can do. So first I would ask like, what has worked for you in the past when you've had to do something like this? 
a deadline that was like, you know, college school, um, you're going to fail. You will have wasted money because you went to college for nothing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So some of that guilt and shame and pressure, um, but so for, in terms of like organizing, so you could turn in a very unorganized paper by a deadline. How did you organize yourself? I wrote the paper 24 hours before the deadline and it was awesome. Um, <laughs> so what came to mind for me was the research paper and mm-hmm. the research paper were the note cards and they were the sorting and you're building your thesis and you're getting the feedback from the professor about your thesis. And I think what is really coming up for me is back to what I, you said earlier about um, the group of friends. I think, did you say you had a group? Yeah, you had a group of friends over. Yeah. Is um, I need that um, something, you know, the response back and forth, because I know that every time I've attempted to write something, there's good shit in there. I just need someone to tell me what the good shit is. So how I really made that deadline was I had an editor. I had a professor. (laughs) And that's, that's huge right there. Cause that's what I was going to recommend is um, if you really want to write a book, you don't have to do it alone. You can do it in the fact that you put all your thoughts together and you hire an editor who knows how to structure it, mm. or you could do a collaboration with someone who has a similar mission and vision, um, but like maybe doesn't really know the words to say, but really is a strong structure person and knows how to organize it. Like, how can you build in those collaborations in a way that's aligned for you? Yeah. And, you know, it's, I, the editor part was like, well, I have to get a whole thing together first before I can send it to an editor. Um, and I'm like, okay, my sacral is yours. You're talking now. I'm like, my sacral is designed for like the next steps, not for the end results. And I think okay. that's kind of how I was trying to make decisions about the book, right. Mm-hmm. Is I was trying to make decisions about this end result and not in this like next step and like, what's true for you. Um, And what's coming up for me is this truth that books don't have to be 10 steps. They don't have to be over a hundred pages. They don't have to be over 75 pages. Um, So as I've narrowed, remember I told you it wasn't the right season of my life, um, but there is a right season when I have a deadline. Mm -hmm. But I'm kind of developing a deadline around things that are, there's a lot of energy around for me and I'm feeling called to. Um, So a 30 page paper is something that I can crank out the night before I want it to be, it needs to be due. Uh, I imagine that I could probably crank out a 30 page book and perhaps thinking about a bigger book for me is not aligned. Absolutely. And we primarily our communication has been through you being on my podcast, me being on your podcast, us teaching a um, webinar thing together. You do really well um, verbally. And so that's a strength. So how can you access that strength? How can you use the Google Chrome extension where you just talk and teach and get your thoughts out? And then either you come back later and organize it or an editor or that co-collaborator or whatever that looks Mm. like. So what you just brought up for me and I'm challenge accepted, even though you didn't give it to me is 
where I really shined was when I lined up my stuffed animals. <laughs> you too. <laughs> and I have an owl in each window, by the way, there's three owls now staring at me when I line them up and I was like, let me teach you how to do this thing. Right. Um, and that sounds really fun. Like people have talked about, like they text a voice in here and the phone and there just wasn't that alignment and the energy around now that you've taken me, get me out of college. Clearly that was a survival mode. Let's go into the stuff that was fun. The unschooling, if you will, what was I doing naturally? So I love that. I could send an editor, uh, you know, four hours of me teaching him something. <laughs> Oh yeah. And there's like, um, otter.ai is not expensive. Even if you just talked into zoom and recorded it and uploaded it there, it'll, there's places like that, that'll transcribe it for you. Or like we were talking about open a Google doc and get that Google dictation, um, free extension. And you can just talk and the Google yeah. doc will type it out. And is it going to be perfect and pretty? No, there's going to be misspellings and stuff, but that's what the editing phase is for. And you self-publish. So if you're a self-publisher, walk me through a little bit of like, how do I get an editor, but still self-publish? What does that all mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of people out there that um, are freelance editors. Uh, you can get them on things like Fiverr and uh, those kind of websites and it's still your intellectual property. I mean, read kind of what their package includes, but they'll kind of give you an estimate of, you know, for 3,500 words, it's $300 or whatever, and different levels of editing also. So my book needed very little editing because I am a grammar nerd. Like, so some of my skills really shine in the writing space, um, but I still felt the need to hire an editor. And she did still make a lot of really good recommendations and um, suggestions and changes. But she even said to me, she's like, this is the cleanest manuscript I've ever seen in my life. Um, and I then invoiced, less. Me, <laughs> yeah, invoiced me still the full amount. And I was like, oh, that's fine. I mean, $350. I'm like, and that's why I Uber on the weekends <laughs> back then in that season. That's what I did too, because it does cost money, even if you are self-publishing, um, because, you know, I, I hired an editor and do you have to know, is it recommended? Yes. Um, but you do need a book cover designer unless you can figure out the exact dimensions and KDP is Amazon's publishing. It's Kindle direct publishing, kdp.com com or whatever. So that's kind of the back end area where you upload the book file, any audio files, if you want to do audio book, well, it's kind of through audible. Um, and then, but the cover, but everything has to be, it's not just a word doc or a PDF, like it's a special file. So either, not saying that you can't you. YouTube and educate yourself and figure all that out and bootstrap it um, is much easier and quicker. So you do need to look at kind of like your return on time and opportunity cost and stuff. It was worth it to me to on Fiverr hire someone for 60 bucks to design my book cover and 300 bucks to edit my book. And I had a formatter as well. I forget how much she was, but she took my Word docs and formatted um, it so that I could just upload it onto KDP. Yeah. Cool. The other, uh, thing I want to 
been thinking about publishing as well. And I don't know if you've think, thought about outside the book space, you know, like the journal space or yeah, is um, nobody like Katie has great quotes. Yes. I'm talking about myself in the third person. You know, they do these quote cards. I have fabulous quotes that need to be somewhere in someone's quote book. So uh, any advice on how you get that stuff published? Um, I've not personally done it, but, uh, I have thought about doing the journal. So I have begun the research. It's been a little while, but I was, I just start with Google. And then as I, I was in a coaching certification program and somebody released a journal. And so I was picking her brain. How did you do this? Like, what were the pros, the cons? Um, so she kind of talked me through it and I decided her route was not the route aligned for me because she had a full house and a she shed office where she got pre-printed like 500 of these pretty big journals she made. Mm -hmm. And it was like boxes and boxes and boxes, and then was going to go to in-person events and sell them. And I'm like, nope, that's not the route for me, but that was the route for her. She was a real estate agent. She was out doing real estate in person. It was perfect. So there's a variety of things that exist. Um, so when that is the right season for me, it'll go back to research what's available now. Um, but yeah, I love the five one. You're such a researcher to the core. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for sharing. Um, anything else that we need for tips on how to create an impact um, through writing a book we love? Yeah, just um, if that feels like your aligned next step or an aligned piece of your future journey, just really sit with it and there's going to be limiting beliefs and there's going to be fears and just do it. Um, done is better than perfect. Like I, I'd still, if I was trying to get it perfect, it's still be on a Google doc on my computer and no one would have seen it. Whereas now we've got how many thousands of downloads and purchases and things like that, that it's impacted. So just remember those things like mm. do it scared and done is better than perfect. Thank you so much, Chantel. Um, we will have links to connect with her and her Create a Life You Love membership community on her app uh, where you can get access to her more of her master classes. She has a wealth of knowledge and it was a privilege to be able to steal some of your knowledge for free today on the podcast. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.